I had, there's a new, I don't actually remember the name of the place, but there's a Montreal bagel place that just opened in Toronto. And they had these very small, the, the holes were very large in them. I was a bit confused on why there was not more bagel. And I, I got to be honest, I was like, I took a bite and was my first thought was, this is not as good as the bagels I had in New York. Oh, <laughs> you heard it here first. I swear I did not pay Connor anything for that. Welcome to ADSP, the podcast, episode 73, recorded on April 14th, 2022. My name is Connor, and today with my co-host Bryce, we interview Jason Walter and Patrice Roy on the upcoming CPP North conference in Toronto, Canada, as well as bagels and so much more. Dear listener, this is Connor from The Editing Bay, and I just quickly wanted to let you know that there were a plethora of issues, audio issues, issues of Bryce hopping around from topic to topic. So one, the audio at about the 40% mark is going to get slightly uh, worse due to the fact that we had to switch to the audio from the Zoom recording. And also, chopping this episode up is probably the hardest episode I've had to edit so far. So we're going to be jumping around. This episode is going to be primarily focusing on CPP North and related topics. And we'll have a second part to this episode that's going to focus on the other tangential topics that we talked about. So strap in, enjoy. And in two weeks time, hopefully we'll be back to crystal clear audio for the duration of the full podcast. All right, well, maybe we should just go ahead and and get started. I mean, this will be the second time out of three times that we've had two guests on where one of the guests did not show up. So it's, we got a really bad track record. We're at a 67% track record of our uh, starting with only one guest. And no, wait, did that happen with the, did that happen with uh, Patricia and Chandler? Oh no, for four times. Whoops. My bad. Boom. Boom. All right. So yeah, the, if the, the avid listener will be trying to think in their head. So yeah, we have Patricia. Wait, and when when we had when we had Eric and, and his dad, they were both on. Yeah. So it seems like when you're there, except for today, both guests show up. Um, but when we did the C now recording, which you weren't there for because you were busy working on your talk, um, Tony didn't show up until like halfway through. So that's uh, typical Tony. I mean, is the is he the only Canadian of all of the folks that we just mentioned? So maybe it's a Canadian thing. Although, Jason, you're Canadian, right? I'm dual. I have both uh, uh, US and Canadian. So that's why that's why you showed up on time. Tony Van Erd does not show up late. He shows up exactly when he's needed. No, he like was this, he was needed this, at this, the beginning. This happened all the time <laughs> on the C++ committee where like you'd be in a room and You'd be talking about something, and then very suddenly, like Tony would like ask some question, and you'd be like, "Whoa, when did Tony get here?" And it's always like a really important question. <laughs> no, I'm gonna stick with my theory that only the Canadians have not shown up, and and potentially will be two for two on Canadians showing up mid podcast. Um, yeah, because I don't think yeah I don't think Patricia and Chandler. So speaking of C plus plus now, C plus plus now is coming up in two weeks. Um, it's coming up in two weeks. The program was just published. I'm going to be giving a talk there about uh, C++ standard parallelism, um, all the cool parallel programming features in uh, C++ and all the cool parallel programming features that we're planning to add to C++ in the next few years. 
Um, and uh, there's some very exciting keynotes. Um, and I just think it's, it's going to be a great program. It'll, it'll be really cool because the first time I went to um, Aspen was for BoostCon 2011, which was the conference before C++ Now. And it was a two-track conference at the time. And it was about you know, maybe 50 or 60 people. Um, and this year, C++ Now will be a two-track conference. And it'll be about you know, that same number of people. So it'll be the same size and, and scale as when I first attended back at the start of my career. So um, I'm excited for it. Are you excited for another conference too, Bryce? <laughs> I am excited for another conference. I'm actually very excited for C++ North. Um, which, which, so I'll tell you how excited I am for C++ North. C++ North, the last day of the conference is July 20th. And July 21st, is a national holiday in the U.S. because it's my birthday. And I, I am choosing to go to C++ North and spend my birthday in Canada, uh, which is like a big deal. A big I think I saw deal. the tweet on this. I think I saw the tweet on this where you were asking for rec- recommendations for restaurants. There's I, I have of... already selected the restaurant that Connor is taking me to for my birthday, which is Aloe, which is supposed to be the nicest restaurant in Canada. So... You know, yeah. I, I was thinking yesterday, and we haven't even we haven't even introduced our our solo guest of the two that that uh, did show up. But I was already yesterday thinking how quickly when we get to the topic of CPP North is Bryce going to mention his birthday? Will we even get to anything about CPP North before that comes up? And listener, you have not been disappointed. It was, it was, I mean, I want to say it was almost negative time to CPP North. It was CPP North and then boom. You know why I'm really excited about this conference? And uh, I got to say, Bryce, you just, you did not disappoint. I had high expectations for you and you delivered. You delivered. Um, But it's going to be, it's going to be conference day, conference day, conference day, birthday. So it's just going to be a big, it's it's going to be be a big party. Yeah. But yes, let's introduce uh, Jason Walter. I don't actually know, Jason, if there are different titles on the board members for cpp north or if you are just a board member or is do you have a special title for no special title no special title just a director just a director yeah just a director so yeah maybe you want to introduce yourself and talk about how cpp north started as i'm sure most of our listeners know that this is the first time this conference will be taking place and i think the first ever c plus plus conference in canada yeah i believe so i think i think this will be the first c plus plus conference in yeah in, in canada yeah um, at least I'm not aware of another one. Uh, yeah, so I guess um, you have to start. I'll start back the origin story. We'll do the origin story here. Um, so, uh, you know, a colleague of mine, Mike Dom, uh, he and I were working on a project together at Autodesk. And I think there was one day that we were uh, we were together. And I remember him looking up. He's like, is there a C++ meetup in Toronto? And, you know, he was like actively searching for a C++ meetup in, in the Toronto area. And he actually found that there was one that had been started a long time ago, but the person who had been organizing it had since left Toronto and it was kind of just a stale meetup. So he kind of went off and he's like, I'm going to restart this. So he actually went out and reached out to the person who had originally started the meetup, took over the meetup page um, and started organizing uh, actual meetups. And then uh, along the way, he's like, do you want to you know, co-organize with me? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll help out. Like I, I kind of believed in the, the mission of like inclusion and learning and uh, just, you know, community. We thought that Toronto was a great uh, C++ development community. So it kind of started organically from there. Although Mike will say that he always kind of had 
the plan for a conference and I was a bit resistant to it. Like I, <laughs> I was like, a conference sounds like a lot of work. Um, and you know, over time I, I kind of thought, yeah, I think we could do a conference here and I think there, it would be a great conference to do. So, um, about, um, two years ago, we kind of, you know, organized ourselves under the, uh, an organization called CPP Toronto. We officially called it CPP Toronto. And then we established a board of directors. So, uh, Mike and I were on the, the first board of directors, and then we invited um, uh, three others. So Kay Gregory, uh, she has been an excellent advisor for us uh, all along the way. Um, uh, I'm going to butcher their names, and I'm going to apologize now because I, I always butcher names. Um, uh, Natalie uh, Liebenson and um, Diana Oeda, Oeda um, were also asked to join. And so we, we started, um, organizing meetups together, uh, as a board and then, um, then started, uh, planning a, a C++ conference. So the original goal was to do a conference in July of 2021. Um, but obviously there were things happening around the world that <laughs> were not, <laughs> not, uh, not a good time to, to plan a public uh, get together or event. And so we decided, you know, let's, let's put a stake in the ground and, and, uh, do our first conference in um, uh, of you know, July of this year, July 2022. So that's that's where we are. So I mean, and our mission all along has kind of been having a place that people can connect and learn and have fun about C++. Um, you know, we you know we were doing meetups in person, and then we did them virtually, and we invited you know the world to do those virtually with us, and um, and we now wanted to just invite the world to come to Toronto, which we think is a great place to kind of. Um, you know, that kind of uh, underlines the themes that we have, like we, we believe in diversity, inclusion, culture, you know, and anyone, we believe anyone can should be able to learn C++ and be a part of the community. So uh, that's that's where we, we are now. So we're looking forward to inviting people. That's great. Uh, yeah. And I, I, th I think um, I think I participated in one of the C++ Toronto virtual meetups. I feel like you participated a, in a couple. You did. You yeah, did. The, um one of the debates, I can't remember if you were the moderator or the person making arguments. I think maybe one time you were a moderator and one time you were ar yeah. arguing. Uh, there but, was like what belongs in the C++ standard library. I yeah, think you yeah, did, that you did one, one yeah. of those. I feel I mean, like Tony, the... Tony and you were both on a panel because you yeah, guys were yeah, going yeah, back I think, and I think forth. That's right, yeah. Well, you know, so, so I think, yes, it's the first conference in Canada, but I think it's another first, which is I believe it's the first C++ conference on the, the eastern seaboard, unless time zone at least. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, that is that's true. a good point. No, yeah. How come New York's not had a conference? That's there have been there have been some talks about a Gotham C plus uh, plus conference. Look at this: the two podcast hosts of ADSP setting up setting up rival yeah. conferences, probably at the same time in the future. And but, uh, you know, one one when we were considering new locations for CPPCon to. Um, the, the finalist locations were sort of either going to be this the Denver location that was selected, um, and the other location I think was going to be somewhere in Atlanta. Um, uh, and oh, I think that would have been great, yeah. But the, you know, there's having the conference on the Eastern Seaboard, I think is is great because it's easier for folks from Europe to get there, um, and uh, it's not that much of a stretch for West Coast folks to get there. Obviously, it makes it harder from anybody from Asia to attend the conference. Um, but, uh, I, I think it, it was already pretty 
challenging if you're to go to something like uh, you know CppCon if you were in Japan um, uh, whereas if you're in uh, you know London um, going to C++ North versus something like CppCon when it was in Seattle you know it'll be almost you'll cut the flight time in half basically so I think we'll see more of an international audience at this conference no I, and I think um, you know Toronto is a very accessible city across the world like a lot of like it's the largest airport in Canada. So, you know, a lot yeah. of flights come in. It's very easy to get to from Europe and from, you know, Asia. Even there's direct flights from Asia into, into and Toronto. It, it can also be easier for an international audience to get uh, a, a tourist or a travel visa to go into um, Canada than it can be in some cases to get into the U.S. Look at this. Bryce is putting together like a little pitching deck for us. Uh, I never even thought about that. But it's true that the first time I flew to Europe from uh, Toronto... I was confused on why it only took like five or six hours because every time in my life I had flown to Europe at that point, I had been on the West Coast, uh, which is like an extra whatever, you know, three, four, five hours, depending on exactly where you are. And uh, I was like, I remember taking longer to get to, to, to Europe, but obviously that's because you're on the other side of the country, which at the time I had not put together. So, um. so yeah, it's very exciting. I mean, and Canada is one of the great, you know, C++ hubs. Um, so I suspect we'll see a lot of local Canadian programmers there. We, we even, if you look at Toronto itself, I mean, there's been some recent news articles that, uh, you know, identify Toronto as one of the fastest growing tech centers in North America now. Yeah. You know, if you compare it to San Francisco, New York, Austin, you know, all the big places, you know, Toronto is the, you know, right up there. So it, do, it does seem like there's a real exodus from from the, the Bay Area. Like ha half of my... Half of my uh, colleagues have uh, have moved to New York around the same time that I did. Yeah, aren't there several different like you know of the Fang or Mang or you know Mania or whatever the acronyms are? Uh, like I think Google, they're they're building a big office actually right by the hotel that the conference is taking place at. Um, and I think there's there's some purported number of jobs that they're bringing into the city with with that building. And I feel like there's a couple other. Uh, companies as well that are you know setting up shop i think toronto was on the short list of companies for amazon's h hq2 which they obviously didn't end up getting but which may or may not have been a good thing or bad thing uh, depending on who you ask um <laughs> and uh, you know we had a, we had a we hosted a committee meeting in toronto i feel like uh it was the summer of 2016 um Maybe maybe there's going to be another committee meeting in uh, uh, in the future because it, hey, all I'm saying if we did if we did C plus plus North around the same time in year uh, in 2023, that's around the time when the C plus plus committee meets. Yeah, so you I, could have co you could do the committee meeting the week before, and then everybody could come to the conference. I, I would be more than happy to invite the, you know have the committee come up here, and yes, we are planning on it. There will be a 2023 edition of CPP North. Awesome. Um, so wasn't there. Or maybe this, maybe I'm not recalling this correctly, but at one point in time, was the tentative plan like wasn't there a Montre a planned Montreal committee meeting, and then uh, the conference was going to be juxtaposed with that? Was that the tentative plan, or is that I we had? Plan? I think we did reach out to the committee, and they they had plans to meet in either Montreal or New York City. Like I think. I can't remember exactly. There was a Montreal, actually, you're right. There was, prior to COVID, there was a Montreal meeting scheduled for the 2021 yeah. 
uh, time frame, and I think that's yeah you know, we kind of aligned <laughs> our dates around that initially. And um, and then there was a yeah. New York one the next year, which we were kind of aligning with, but then that obviously also <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Although that was not a New York meeting, that was a JFK meeting. A what? I, it was a meeting at the JFK airport. I know. I I actually was pretty excited because it was at the old. It was there was this hotel at the old TWA terminal at JFK, and that's where where we were going to host the meeting. And it's supposed to be a really cool hotel, a lot of aviation history, as Connor knows. I love planes. This is true. He does um, love planes. Now, the only problem is I literally would have had to stay at the hotel. It is impractical to commute from Manhattan to JFK every day. It would be like an hour and a half if I took uh, the train, and it would probably be as long if I took a cab and also be very expensive. This won't yeah. surprise the listener, but uh, when Bryce – I've been at an airport with Bryce, and Bryce likes to sit by the window – and identify the 747, 737s. And he, he says, I've got five planes out there. He refers to them as his planes. And I'm like, what are you talking about, Bryce? And he's like, those are my planes. You know, he's like, oh, that's a 737. It's a whatever, whatever. Whoa! Oh, this is awesome. This is awesome. Which, which lounge? Wh- when was that? Bryce that we not even paying together? attention. Not even paying attention. What just happened, Bryce? <laughs> I see. I see. When was that? I'm trying to remember. When was that that we were on the flight to? It was in. Together? It was in the crazy Europe trip of 2019. In, yeah. In early were we November. on the same plane? Were we sitting next to each other? On we the were same at one plane? point because you were trying to write some algorithm and you were like, "I need your input on this," and I was like, "I just want to read a book." But yeah. we have we have to welcome. I was right. I had a theory. What or uh, Bryce? You need to say something. Need yeah, say- yeah. I was, I was gonna say one of the great things about C plus plus North is that it's not at the airport. It's right in like the heart of uh, uh, the downtown area. It's in a really good location. We've got lots of great quotes from Bryce here. It's a great international conference. Easier to get into Canada, and it's not at an airport. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Patrice wasn't here for this earlier, but I had a theory that all of our Canadian guests. When invited on with another, they like to show up halfway through because there's another well-known Canadian, Tony, that did this before. And uh, Patrice has now made it two for two. Welcome, Patrice. How's it going? Doing fine. I was planning on being there at 10, so I'm kind of lucky I saw your email. I looked earlier today and I had 10 in my inbox. Maybe, Maybe we uh, time zone thing. Oh yeah, because right. don't they have the skip ahead, skip behind, or something? Yeah, yeah, or a daylight savings time thing. We're all in the same time zone. So. <laughs> uh, I, I am there. I'm glad to be there. Hi there. Hey, how you doing? It's been Hello. a while since I've seen you. <laughs> yeah. you. You know those online meetings when you have a teaching schedule that they're kind of. Yeah, yeah. So we've got we've got P- Professor Patrice here. And uh, well, okay, okay. Here's another thing that that this is going to probably lead to more Connor edits because I I think that the answer here is in the negative. But um, uh, is there a virtual option for C plus plus North if you want to attend the conference remotely? No, we we decided we did not want to. Yeah, application. <laughs> Connor, you're going to have to cut this out later. Cut out this section right here. Why? It's a valuable information for the uh, the listener to know. Yeah, the stuff that I end up, you know, cutting out or cutting in. Um, we've got a special episode 200 coming for folks where <laughs> if if you listened to the last episode, I think it was episode 72, it ended right at, right at a cliffhanger. We were talking about real serious life stuff. And Bryce starts to go on a long-winded tangent about projecting his life into the future. And so we're going to release that 
in like three years. Because uh, Bryce, I don't even remember what Bryce I makes said. some predictions. He's like, oh yeah, by episode two hundred, that'll that'll definitely be the case for sure, for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, now I remember. <laughs> yes, yeah. But we can't we can't talk about that too loud. Like my mother is within within earshot. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, yes, that's fine. We'll stay on topic. All right. So, uh, Jason uh, introduced, or actually, you didn't. You introduced the conference, um, and you briefly, yourself. you briefly sort of mentioned that you worked, I think, at Autodesk. But do you want to finish oh, yeah. introducing yourself, yeah. and then we'll hop to Patrice, and Patrice can introduce himself. Um, yeah. So I, I, um, now I work at Epic Games. I'm on the virtual production uh, team, uh, developing tools for um, for virtual production workflows, uh, mostly centered around in camera VFX right now. Um, and so that's my primary do, <laughs> responsibility there. Do you know Tim? Tim? Tim Sweeney. Uh, I, I, I've <laughs> met I have met Tim and you know, he's a he's he's you know very nice. I, I mean I have all positive things, you know, about, about Tim. Yeah. So, he would be a add? great uh, we should get we should get him the keynote at a future C North. Oh, that would be so cool. I mean, you'd be that's sort of like a what do you call that? Throwing spaghetti at the wall or the shooting blindly because like his 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 takes on C plus uh, plus they're kind of hit and miss if you follow him on Twitter. Yeah, but um, I I just I love that he's like a CEO and that he has hot takes on about C plus plus on Twitter. Like there's not a lot of CEOs that have hot takes about programming languages on Twitter. I'm just that's, saying that's true. Although that puts you in a boat with Elon Musk because he's he said things about oh, no, programming no, no, no. languages. Please, 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 let's not let's not. Let's not compare Tim Sweeney and, and Elon Musk. Tim Sweeney is somebody that I have respect for. <laughs> you do know that he got a, a poster offer from Elon Musk at CVPCon at some point. It was really entertaining. It, it, it was really bad. <laughs> All right. So now that you've just heard Patrice a couple of times, we'll throw it to you, Patrice. And uh, and for, for those of you that haven't picked up, Jason and I are both in Toronto, whereas Patrice is uh, uh, close. He's actually sort of in between uh, New York and Toronto. So uh, I'll throw it to you, Patrice. Yeah, so I'm about five, five hours ish away from both of them. So it's like a triangle. So I'm in Montreal. Yeah. So hi, I'm Patrice. I, I, I'm a professor. I'm a member of the committee and I am normally on time for my meetings. <laughs> so where, where are you a professor? Uh, in, uh, in two places. I have two full-time jobs. So I teach in a college named Collège which is close to where I live. I could go there by bus. And I also teach at Sherbrooke University and then two different campuses, one that's south of Montreal, which is public transit accessible, and one that's three hours drive away. So depending on the days I drive a bit or I just take the bus. And so, so, you're, so you're a full-time teaching professor. Two times, yeah. I do. I, I have two full-time jobs, which makes keeping up with meetings a bit complicated sometimes. But and you teach? Uh, do you teach C plus plus? Well, yeah, yeah. In college, they put C plus plus away recently. They went to a more web-oriented kind of thing, so they do other languages more now. Uh, at university, I do only C plus plus stuff. Yeah. Mm. This is, I think, this is the well, yeah. This is the first time we've had an actual teacher on the program. Well, I'm glad to be the first. I hope I won't be the last. There are others, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been doing that for a long while. It's my 23rd year doing that uh, this year. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I um I get asked a lot um these days by people for sort of like learning resources or how to get started with C++ or one question I get frequently is like, how do I learn? Like, I want to get a job at NVIDIA. How do I learn, you know, 
enough C++ to have the right skills for, for y'all? And I never know how to answer this question because I, um, I feel like I always learn very hands-on. Like I just immediately go to like experimenting and, you know, exam- completely example driven. And so I never, I, I, I'm not somebody who learns well through like talks or books and whatnot. Um, this is something that Connor and I have talked about in the past. Um, but I feel like, I feel like as somebody who's, who gets asked this question a lot and who is like sort of seen as, uh, you know, one of the leaders in the C++ community, I should have a better answer to this. So maybe you can help me develop a better answer for like, like but, when people want learning resources, where should I, I point them? I actually have a good suggestion there. And I would yeah. say, and then this is actually resonates personally for me because I think around 2018, I went to a conference and I attended a workshop. And I, at the time I was kind of had C++ 11 knowledge, but nothing, you know, really more than that. And I went to a workshop at a conference and I, you know, kind of learned a little bit about C++ 17 and kind of brushed up some skills there. So I think, I think that kind of segues into one of the reasons we have Patrice on this call in terms of like <laughs> learning C++. <laughs> Oh, that's really sweet. The, I don't think it's a matter of amount of C++. You, you put that in, uh, in terms of quantity, but it's a very big language. We have to, you, you can actually focus on some things. I think you can learn about programming with C++ without problem. Uh, Connor and I have discussed that in the past. And you don't have to show anything complicated to get people started. And it's the kind of language that you can, you can grow from and grow through and, and learn the things that you need along the way and get better at over time. But you can start very nicely with C++. Plus. If they want to do something like what you do with NVIDIA, they will probably need to get a bit lower level from time to time, and, but they don't need to learn that right away. They can let it um, grow through them. It will work. Uh, Patrice, you mentioned so that you, you teach most of the time in French, but you are going to be giving a class in English at CPP North. Do you want to tell us about that? I will. I've done that quite a few times in the past, too. So uh, when uh, your colleague, Jason Mike, contacted me saying, hey, we need a class there. Uh, you do have something to recommend or suggest. I went through a pile of things I had written as class proposals in the past. Now, the thing is, when COVID struck, uh, there were uh, training budgets here where I live. where I said, well, prepare classes and we'll train people while they can go to work. And I had written a number of offerings like that, that uh, some of them got used, some not. And one of them was a generic introduction to generic programming thing uh, over many languages, not just C++. Uh, and uh, people uh, hooked to that and said, oh, that, that sounds interesting. I do that, but just in C++ and please go deep. So I, I wrote something like that. It was quite a lot of fun, really. I gave the class already once in French. Uh, we had a lot of pleasure. So from the ground up, you, we start, you've maybe done macros and nothing else, and then you move way up to concepts and then pretty stuff going through traits and uh, template, template parameters and stuff. Uh, and yeah, it was very, very, very well received. So when I suggested that for CP North, they said, well, yeah, but put more concepts because concepts are cool. So I said, well, why not? Concepts are cool indeed. So it's a generic programming class from the ground up. You start presuming that you know almost nothing and well, you're not expert at the end because you need practice, but we go through stuff, look at lots of examples, try to make people understand what's important, why it's important, how it works. Uh, debug yourself when you get error messages like we know templates can provide you. And yeah, make it something enjoyable for everyone so that when you get out of the class, you know what you're talking about. I think you have the best title too. Like you forgot to mention the actual title of it is generic programming from strange to normal. 
that that's the intent. You know, it looks weird when you start, and in the end, well, it's well, I could do that for a living, and I'd be happy to do that. So that's yeah. I I like people to get out of the class and, and be happy about what they got. So so I want them to maybe not feel they're proficient because fifteen hours it's not enough, but want to do more. Enjoy yourself. Know that you got the basics right, and that you can actually solve problems yourself. So, yeah, yeah, I think we're gonna have a great time. That sounds like a really interesting um, course too, because it, there's gonna be something for everyone, right? If you haven't done any sort of generic programming, you can still come, and you're gonna be starting from the ground up. But also, if you're with some familiarity, whatever level that is, C plus plus eleven sort of template meta programming, or even you've started to dabble in C plus plus twenty, it still sounds like. Uh, folks that are interested are going to be able to come away with having learned something at, you know, and it's sort of like, depending on where you're at in your learning curve, uh, you might find different parts of the course sort of, oh, that's the stuff that really clicks, um, yeah. which is, which is kind of, that's a kind of interesting model versus like some courses are just, you know, everything in C plus plus 20 and they, they don't do a lot of depth. They just do a lot of breadth. And if you try and cover that, like some of those courses are really, really good, but you definitely aren't going to come away with the same, same kind of depth as compared to a, a course where you sort of just focus on one thing and, and go through that in detail. Yeah, but I think I think you need both kind of classes. Though. So sometimes, well, the game people that I work with, they pick from time to time. The games people, sometimes what they want to do is they're in between two projects and they want to know where the language is at right now. So they want to, you know, the whole breadth of things and then they pick from that what they really need mm. and they at least know about the rest and that's totally fine. <clears throat> now, this class is more for, for our learning thing. So as you said, it's more of an in-depth thing. Uh, we don't, we must not forget that some people are stuck with C++ 11, C++ 14 in their day jobs. Well, people working at Unreal, they have limitations uh, right now and other tools too. So there are tricks that don't work with uh, older compilers. There are tricks that do work with older compilers. So going from the ground up, you can get ways to solve problems that are maybe sometimes not the most modern, even though we will see them, but that might help you in your day job because you're limited to tools that are six years back or something. So we'll try to make sure we cover everything there about everything. Uh, sufficiently, uh, sufficient material to get you working and efficient, regardless of the version of the compiler you're using. I mean, we've talked about but a couple topics before Patrice showed up, but we were talking about biking, trips between New York and Toronto. We talked about kittens. We talked about helicopter, military flight simulations. I don't even think we've mentioned exactly when uh, CPP North is happening. Well, did we, we, of course we did. We said it was before my birthday. Oh, yeah. that's. <laughs> yes. But did we say when your birthday Yes, is? we said that my birthday yeah. was July 21st. Oh. So, yeah. So, maybe that's what now CPP North, unfortunately, to the ADSP <laughs> listeners are going to know CPP North as. It's the three days preceding Bryce's birthday. <laughs> yeah. And the two days preceding <laughs> that is the, the workshops that we have. Yeah, I wanted to say a couple more things about the conference before we wrap up here. So, one, um, I, I, you know, I want to acknowledge our, our program chair, first of all, right? He's got a, it's not an easy job. Um, so Connor, like, I think has lined up a great program. We will be releasing the program here in the next couple days. By the time um, this podcast goes out, the program, some version of a tentative program should probably be online one or two days after it. So um, probably by the time the listeners listening to this, uh, it'll be available in, in the internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and we have some keynote speakers, great keynote speakers lined up, Sean Parent, Kate Gregory, Titus Winners. I think, you know, you know, for a first time program chair, those are amazing keynote speakers to have lined up. So 
um, it should be a, a great conference. And then the last note I wanted to kind of leave um, here is because we're, we are releasing the program here uh, just probably simultaneously with the, uh, the podcast is that we know it's probably maybe a little late for people to get access to the early birds. So we are providing a, a special code that you can enter on registration to get the early bird rate up until April 30th. So that'll be ADSP CPP North that you can do on registration. So. Look at that. I didn't even know about that. I and mean, I probably should have known about that, but wow, look at that. Our <laughs> listeners, the listener. Are, is it plural or singular in this case? I don't even know. It's the listener. It's always the listener. It's always the listener. <laughs> the listener, but there's m- multiple singular listener. I, I can't do it. <laughs> Has access to, yeah, a special code. It's our first ever. You know, We've been hoping for a sponsorship from Bubbly and uh, Lululemon that hasn't come through yet. Um, but uh, in the meantime, you can get a discount uh, with the special code ADSP CPP North. And on top of Patrice, so Patrice is giving a, a full day workshop, um, or is it a full day, two day, full two it's day a workshop? Two day job. Yeah, it's yeah. A two-day class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, I think, two other workshops as well. Um, one's one uh, Davidson, I think. Guy, Guy Davidson is going to be giving something on game programming, isn't he? Yeah, Guy Everson and Stephanie Brenham, um, they're uh, tag teaming on a game development with low latency and high excellence is in the title of their talk. Um, it'll be the first time this uh, workshop will be given at our conference. Um, and then Rainier Grimm uh, will be doing a concurrency one with modern C++. Good classes too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, uh, and I think, so I'm not sure how many people are going to do this, but I know Bryce, you've already booked um your sort of uh, travel. And so I think you're coming like the week and before and staving to the weekend. So yeah, that's um, my typical, my typical uh, way of operating. So yeah, I think it, for people that are considering coming, like that's a, um, uh, a really nice option because the conference plus the workshops um, would be from Saturday till uh, Wednesday. And then you could still have, you know, Thursday, Friday to check out, you know, the city because, uh, I mean, if you're in Canada, people from Vancouver will say that like, oh, Vancouver is the most beautiful city in Canada, blah, blah, blah. It is very beautiful. I've lived there. I studied there, but like, I think Toronto and also Montreal, Montreal is a blast. They've got amazing food. One of the, like, this is a small tangent on Montreal, but, uh, Montreal has something that no other Canadian city has that I've been to, which is this sort of eatery district where it sort of feels like New Orleans a little bit where like there's two or three floors to every restaurant with balconies that wrap around and like all four corners of an intersection will have that exact same style. So you can be sitting at the corner of an intersection on the third floor and you'll be like 10 meters away from someone at a different restaurant at the same like floor level. And you can like wave to them and say hi. Um, whereas there's like no Toronto doesn't have that. Um, so potentially what you want to do is come to CPP North and then take a train over to, to Montreal because it's only a four or five hour train ride. We'll is that, is that what we're going to do, Connor? We'll You're going to take me to Montreal for my birthday? Oh, no. <laughs> I just do. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you've mentioned food. So, of course, we're, we're, we're leaving out what I suspect to be the most important event of C++ North, which is I assume that the Canadians are preparing some sort of blind bagel test uh, <laughs> uh, tasting uh, uh, in which I will be forced to uh, to admit the supremacy of the Montreal bagel. <laughs> well, we would have to move the bagels from Montreal to Toronto. We want to, you want them fresh. So yes. at a later CP North event, which we'll hold in Montreal at some point, we'll try to alternate. Yeah. Well, or again, just Connor. You can forget moving the bagels to Connor and I. We'll move Connor and I to the bagels. 
there's a great bagel. There's a couple great play bagel places in Toronto. I'll I'll bring a test sample to Patrice, and he can confirm whether or not they uh they they meet the standard of Montreal bagel, and then we can we can then grace uh Bryce with the uh, a taste as well. That yeah. sounds quite reasonable to me. I don't I don't want to start a war. I mean, there's already a war, but like um I had there's a new I don't actually remember the name of the place, but there's a Montreal bagel place that just opened in Toronto, oh. and they had these very small, the, the holes were very large in them. I was a bit confused on why there was not more bagel. And I, I gotta be honest. I was like, I took a bite and was my first thought was this is not as good as the bagels I had in New York. Oh, <laughs> I swear I did not pay Connor anything for that. You know, even in Montreal, there's two kinds of schools. There's the Fairmount bagels and the Saint Viata bagels, and they don't agree on which ones which which one's the best or something. So bagels uh, are a fighting issue all over the place. So it sounds like we're we are going to have to make a trip to Montreal, then, Bryce. Yeah. This is the only yeah. way to settle this. Uh, yeah, well, but in the meantime, we do have the conference in Toronto, so let, let's fix that first. That's important. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to say like the hotel. You can basically walk out of the hotel and be at the train station, and you can hop That's on. Awesome. The that's true that's true we are right at basically at union which is where the trains to montreal start so all right with that um <laughs> this episode it was an interesting journey yeah it was a blast i'm but yeah thanks both uh, patrice and jason for coming on um i mean i'll be seeing jason virtually over the next couple months but i'll be seeing both of you and bryce i guess probably actually the next time i see all three of you almost definitely in person at the same time we'll be at cpp north so yeah awesome well, thank you, sir. Yeah, thank you. Thank very you. Much. Bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed and have a great day.